Welcome back, bosses. Today's episode is all about the alignment of the head and the heart. Today's guest is Caitlin Witcher, and I actually interned for her last year during the pandemic and learned so much from her when it came to real estate, staging, and all of the above. I'm so excited because my grandmother was a real estate agent, so I just found it really important for me to learn a little bit more about the industry and she was a perfect person to do that. She talks about being a new mother, a yoga instructor on top of being like a nine to five plus real estate agent. She is amazing. She is so on top of everything and has amazing crew around her. So stay tuned. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Lily Grace Lifestyle Podcast. Today's guest is Caitlin Witcher. You'll hear her new daughter in the background (laughs) saying some exciting things as well, so stay tuned for that. But thank you so much for coming on today. Absolutely. So one thing that defines your lifestyle, what would that be? I would say um, one thing or one word, I guess, would be simplicity. Um, I like to live clutter-free. You know, and of course, we're in my home right now, and it's probably the most cluttered that it's ever been because we have. <laughs> I don't think so. We have a little baby, and it's Christmas, so that's my one wild card is Christmas because <laughs> I do like to decorate for Christmas. But mm-hmm. otherwise, you know, clutter free, and I and that simplicity, I try to take that into you know my business transactions, my personal life, even you know, mm-hmm. not bogging down my life with unnecessary. Um, things, yeah, people, you know, people, things, drama, all that sort of I stuff. But you know, I, I I'm big into energy and what what type of energy I'm gaining from certain things. You know, whether they be um, personal items that you know I do believe that personal items can make you really happy or they can really bog you down. Mm-hmm. I believe in um, plants and lamps, as you know <laughs> from staging. Yeah. yeah, I would I would always tell my clients. Um, you know, if you could decorate with lamps and plants and just that, I would be totally happy because, <laughs> you know, those are, the, yeah, they're uplifting. Yeah. And then, you know, kind of all that clutter and I, and I say clutter, meaning, you know, the knickknacks that might be on your shelf or the, you know, drama and energy suckers in your personal life. Mm. I just I don't believe in any of that sort of stuff. So living a more simple life and, um, that would probably be my lifestyle. I love that. No, I can totally see that in your design of your house and just the simplicity of the design, but the elegance and kind of beauty of it. So I love it. And can you tell people a little bit about what you do and your background? Yeah. So I, I have been a realtor for, um, almost 18 years, I want to say. Um, and I work with bringing buyers and sellers together and to sell their homes and, I, it, I'm a people person. So that's, mm-hmm. that's my job is to bring a buyer to a seller and create a transaction that will be smooth and successful for everybody. Um, I work a lot with, with anyone from the seacoast towards the lakes region of New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. And we do tap into Maine a bit. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my, that's my role. Love that. And how'd you get into it? Were you in school and kind of really interested in real estate? I was always interested in real estate to the degree. I wasn't sure to what degree, you know, I Mm -hmm. mean, it's interesting because even as a kid, I used to draw houses, you know, paint them and use my crayons and draw people's houses and then (laughs) put them in a frame and go over to their homes and give them to them. And so it's, and it's, 
interesting too because I'm now married to a residential yeah. home designer. <laughs> but um, so I always loved houses, and I always and I grew up um, in a family that worked in construction and in the lumber business. So I was always on job sites, whether it be new home sites or uh, a lumber yard or whatever, mm-hmm. you, you know. So um, and I learned a lot from from the people in my life. So I. I always had an affinity towards real estate, but I'm I'm also a, a very um, black and white paper person. I love digging into research and that sort of stuff. So as I got older, I looked into real estate law mm, and I um, started taking classes to become an attorney and oh. specializing in real estate law. So that put me into the field of title, um, probate, uh, estate planning, mm. you know, all that sort of stuff, even putting together deeds and yeah. um, subdivision plans and all that sort of stuff. And I fell in love with it. And I got my real estate license while I was a paralegal at a law firm. I was working at a law firm um, and we and I was the real estate um, paralegal there. And I loved what I did. And I thought to myself, you know, why don't I just get my real estate license? Mm-hmm. Because that could really help me in my paralegaling. And maybe if I do become a, a real estate attorney in the future, be great to just take this free licensing class and, and get my real estate license. It shouldn't hurt, right? Yeah. And before I knew it, I was totally engulfed and totally in love with real estate from a sales perspective. Mm-hmm. And as much as I still have, um, you know, I still have a lot of knowledge from my um, paralegaling days, but I just kind of got to the point where you know, I don't want to be in an office in a cubicle from right. eight to five you know, doing all this, um, paperwork on real estate. I want to actually go out and be in the real estate, (laughs) you know? So that, that, that was kind of what pushed me to, to change up what I was doing. The fact that I do like people, I care what people think about me, um, which I know is not always the best thing. You know, all the self-help books in the world will tell you, don't, don't care about what other people think of you. But I kind of disagree because I do care a lot about what other people think yeah. of me. I want I want to shine hard for them. I exactly. want them to see my best qualities. And but never once did I think that I would be a salesperson. Yeah, like the thought same. of being a salesperson was like, huh, like I don't wanna push people into, you know, a purchase that they're not interested in. That's not the type of salesperson I want to be. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanna uh, I wanna get to know people and get to know their wants and needs and then bring what they're looking for to them and come to find out that sales. <laughs> so Good sales. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I love that. And I feel like it's a good point you saying what people think about you mm-hmm. because I, like I try to tell myself, oh, I don't really care what people think, but you're right. At the end of the day, I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yep. I guess like that's just a natural thing. So it's like yep. so important to keep your reputation up and just like serve yep. people in the best of your ability. Right. And I think that, you know, caring what people think about you is is important Mm. I think that if someone has a preconceived notion or Mm -hmm. um just straight up dislikes you then you can't the only thing that can help you through that is understanding that you can't control what other people think of you you can put your best foot forward and you can you know do your best to make sure that that you know you feel good about the way you treat people Mm -hmm. but there's going to be people that you run into in life that just don't want to be happy and yeah. don't want to be kind <laughs> back. And that's that's okay as long as you disconnect from, you know, feeling like you need to exactly. hang on to that. And again, I think that also gets back to that 
kind of clutter-free living. <laughs> like, yeah. okay, do I let this energy bog me down or do I keep shining on and do I keep putting my best foot forward? And can I go to bed at night knowing <laughs> that I treated everybody the best that I could possibly treat them Exactly. Today? That's what's important. You know? And do you think you got that mindset from your upbringing? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And I mean, I think some of my biggest, um, you know, my biggest inspiration to get into real estate happened through my father. Um, he is kind to everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, even when he's in, you know, a sticky situation and when, when he was in business and negotiating and that sort of stuff, I know he was, you know, rock solid, Yeah. but he was just naturally a really kind person. So, um, that always helped me, you know, he, he always taught me to treat people good, treat people the way you want to be treated. You'll get more out of life and you'll, you'll grow and prosper if you're better to people and exactly. you, you be that bridge between, you know, getting people what they want and befriending them all at the same time. So yeah. that he's a big inspiration for me. I love that. Yeah. That's so nice. And that you talked about getting your real estate license. What was the process like for you? Well, it was, it was, um, challenging in the sense that, you know, you, when you're prepping for your real estate license, you take, you take a course, um, and I was taking my law classes at the same time. So it was a little bit difficult uh, as far as time management. And, yeah. and I found myself to be just totally in, had my head in books all of the time for like a solid year, you know, because <laughs> between the, the law school and then real estate school, I took, I took my real estate um, licensing exam while I was in my law school classes. Mm -hmm. So I felt kind of overly prepared for the real estate exam. Yeah. And I was able to pass that, you know, pass the test and become a, become a licensed agent in New Hampshire. Um, nice. Pretty, pretty smoothly. So that yeah. Cool. And you were young. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I Which was very is young. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And how did you start to build your brand and your clientele at such a young age? <laughs> um, that's Allie talking in the background in case anybody yeah. can hear her. Her brand new daughter, <laughs> yeah. which we'll get to. Yes, yes. Um, I really started with my my primary sphere of influence, and that would be, you know, my family. Yeah. I already had their trust. I had their love. I had their support. All I needed was mm -hmm. their enthusiasm in my new career. And so that's, you know, I always, I always kind of, fall back and remember that, that initial sphere of influence where, you know, you start with your family and friends because that's exactly. what's, that's, what's going to excel you. And they're going to, they're the ones that are going to boost you and pass your name along and do all that. And then it just kind of grows from there. Yeah. Um, so that was definitely my, my first, you know, chapter of branding was getting them on board and, and believe it or not, you know, that, that took some time yeah. <laughs> because they still looked at me like, little Caitlin and exactly. you know, I was so young. So, yeah. um, they, but eventually, you know, it all, it all started to work together. So that was yeah. Good. And for people who might be listening, who maybe don't have the family support or the friends supporting them, mm -hmm. like what would you suggest to them? Cause we were lucky and have that, but mm -hmm. not everyone does. You have to, even with your, the people that already love you, support you, do all that sort of stuff. Like you still have to, prove yourself and, exactly. you know, never stop learning, you know, and, 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 um, I found, you know, even just reaching through other avenues of marketing and advertising, 
and putting myself out there and gaining my own clientele, um, mm -hmm. that was really helpful because then I was always busy. Exactly. And I think that that's a mistake that some people make is that they, you know, they don't want to tell anybody that they don't have any business going on. They right. want to say, well, yeah, I don't really have any anything going on right now. I'm trying to build clients where it's like, if you're in a field that requires self-motivation, mm -hmm. meaning you're not clocking in and clocking out and yes. getting a paycheck, whether you worked or not that day, you know, <laughs> exactly. it's, it, it's one of those things where like, if you don't work, you don't get paid. Exactly. So you got to create work and maybe you're busy creating work in the sense of you're online researching, um, researching, you know, for me in real estate, researching zip codes and, and yeah. areas that you want to sell in. Mm -hmm. I can make myself busy doing that. Mm -hmm. And therefore, when somebody asks me, oh, how's real estate going? I say, I'm busy. You know, exactly. I am busy. I'm, I'm hitting the ground running. And, you know, wouldn't you rather work with an agent that says, I'm busy, active, out there, versus somebody that says, ah, oh, I'm still trying to for sale you yeah, know it's like exactly there's always there's always something to be busy with and so I, I love that yeah yeah and what was a struggle that you maybe have had recently or in the past 18 years being a real estate agent because it's not always easy <laughs> right um probably you know along that line is was you know gaining people's trust and confidence that I didn't know exactly and you know that that to me was hard because I felt as though, and, and this is going to kind of, kind of come off funny maybe, but, you know, building my own self-confidence yeah. may have been my biggest roadblock hmm. because I was young and going back to, I care a lot about what other people think of me. Hmm. And sometimes, <clears throat> sometimes that can get the best of you and you can think that you're not good enough or hmm. you're not smart enough or you're not going to succeed. Yeah. And, you know, that self-doubt and... I think that once again, I, I just kind of had to come back to, I, I want to make people happy. And so what's so wrong with that? <laughs> and, you know, if, if, if I can get, get people in front of me and I can, I can therefore put myself in front of them yeah. and show them what kind of person I am, then I can hopefully build their trust and confidence because they need that in order to feel comfortable moving forward with me. So, you know, I, and, and then naturally the more that I started working with people and meeting their expectations mm -hmm. and then exceeding their expectations, right. they helped build my confidence, which made me feel better about, you know, putting myself in front of more and more people. Exactly. Um, so I think that, you know, having, we, we all have to have a bit of self doubt, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and so getting over that roadblock was hard and, and, you know, I, and I, I just had to try to stay positive. Really. Yeah, for sure. And you have a really positive, like, attitude. And you're also very driven and self-motivated, which are all the things you need to Thank be you. successful. So I can see why you do so many different things <laughs> and are so good at it. But have you always been with Great Island Realty? started off at Keller Williams, okay. um, which was really a, a, a really great company. I It was a great place for me to learn as a new agent because yeah. they do offer a lot of education and put me under the umbrella of all sorts of different agents that I could learn from. Um, and then as I started to move forward with my career, I felt like I, 
I do better in a smaller setting. Mm -hmm. Um, and Great Island was, was my long term. They were like, they were my long game. (laughs) You know, like Janet and Margaret are the owners of Great Island Realty and I looked at them from afar. I mean, they didn't (laughs) even know who I was at this time. You know, they were, I was just this little agent at this huge firm, you Mm -hmm. know, kind of just lost in the mix. Right. And I was researching them and seeing, wow, like this is a woman owned company. I had met them a few times. And again, they wouldn't remember this because (laughs) it was just a long time ago. And, and I had, um, I had just major aspirations to work with them because when I met them, they were nice. They Mm -hmm. were, they, they had this energy around them that, you know, they're both like, they're both beautiful women, but they had this beautiful aura around them that made me feel like, wow, they're, they're like the goddesses of real estate. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. And, and, and learning more about Great Island Realty, you know, and their corporate structure. And I use that with, with quotes around them, you know, their corporate structure was very much, you know, aligning your head and your heart and Mm. bringing those two aspects into your work and and I loved that and um so like I said they were they were my long game and I needed to I needed to get out there I needed to sell I needed to put some numbers on the board and make myself seen and so I kept trying and harder 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 like they're I'm gonna work for Great Island one day I'm gonna work for Great Island one day and then sure enough they did they did approach me um and they I couldn't have been more honored. You know, when I first got that message from Janet, um, she had sent me an email, you know, asking to sit down and meet with me. It was like, oh, here come the goddesses of real estate into my life. And holy moly. I love that. Yeah. So that was super cool. So then I, you know, immediately booked that appointment because I literally had been waiting my entire at that point my Life. entire real estate career <laughs> to to meet with them and and um finally was in front of them and we you know we hit it off and they honored me with the opportunity to to work with them and I love it there I, I love yeah I love them I love all the agents you know they're they're all seasoned professionals um that have proven themselves in mm-hmm. the industry, you know, much like I had to do that to get there. Every single one of their selected agents had to do that too. And mm-hmm. so I, I'm surrounded by some really awesome people. That's great. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. And I feel like it's all about building that team and the mm-hmm. people that you want to be surrounded with. Yes. And I like how you mentioned the head and your heart mm-hmm. being connected to your work with that. Cause you do yoga yes. and that kind of reminds me of that yes. <laughs> a yep. little bit. Yes. And how did you find the two wonderful ladies you're working with now? So my business partner is Carol Levine. And as a matter of fact, I actually went to high school with her two sons. Oh. So I, you know, I knew her family and, mm-hmm. and both of her sons are wonderful people. Um, and Carol has been in real estate for going on 25 years, probably. So I had p- crossed her path through through real estate and we live in the same town and, and we operate in the same communities and that sort of stuff. So we, you know, I, um, she was looking for a change from, from the company that she was working in and, Mm -hmm. and we had very similar mindsets and, you know, she is one of the hardest working people that I know. She doesn't stop. She's up when the sun comes up and (laughs) she cranks and, 
Yeah, and she knows her stuff. She's she's really well versed. She's got more experience than I do, you know. And um, I think one of the one of the backbones to our business is that we we truly care about each other as as people, you right. know. I mean, she she is like a mom figure to me, mm. and and I'm like the daughter she never had. I love that. <laughs> you know? So that's really special because you know we we want each other to be happy we want we want to hold each other up we want to mm-hmm. fix each other's crown we want to make sure that um you know clients are respecting us and and we just seem to perfectly align which is that's awesome, awesome. Hard to find. and rare but like it reminds me of my situation now with my boss she's like my mom's age and she's kind of like my work mom in a sense. Yeah, yeah. but it's like that really cool mentorship totally. and when you just click and mesh that well it's like how can you not like love right. what you do right yeah yes that's so cool because you started working with carol when i was working yeah you last year so it hasn't been that long right yeah we just we just past our one year anniversary as Great. working as a partnership. Yeah. And wow. So that's pretty cool. Um, and of course my assistant Kristen has been with me for five or six years maybe now. Uh, and she, as you know, she is just, she's so with it. <laughs> she's amazing. Yeah. She is amazing. And you know, one thing that, that is so important in this business and with with a lot of entrepreneurs is mm-hmm. to have somebody that is a supporter and that, you know, that's, that can be, she's my biggest asset. You mm-hmm. know, she's, she's what happens behind the scenes and, and she's, sure. she's just amazing. And, and also she doesn't stop working, <laughs> you know, so between Carol, Kristen and I, you know, we're, we're constantly, we're always, we're always working. You all have really good synergy. Yes. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's yeah. what my boss and I say when we were hiring an intern. We we're like, we are, we want to keep our synergy protected. Right. Because it's all comes down to just how you work with the other mm-hmm. people you're with. Was it hard for you to start to work with other people? Because like me, I like to do everything myself per se. Right. Yep. But then it's really hard to start to delegate things. Yes. Is that hard for you? Yes. Delegating is hard, and but you have to see the um, the benefit of streamlining, right? Because you know, and, and I worked on my own for a long, long time, exactly. And, and so I felt, you know, confident in I can do this, I can do that, I can do this, I can do that. I yeah, know, that's how I run my business. But I can only be as good as I can, you know, allow myself to be, and as available as I can make myself. So, yeah. you know, when I can take. X, Y, and Z and put that onto Kristen's plate and I can work on A, B, and C, that makes me more available and more present for, for the important stuff that I need to do for my clients. Yeah. And so that, it is really hard to delegate. But once I saw, you know, how capable other people were, <laughs> it was like, oh, Right, yeah. I'm not I'm not recreating the wheel here. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like I can I, I can love that. And you right before or when you were pregnant, mm-hmm. you were literally doing showings, you're yeah. everywhere, and now that you have your new baby, you're still everywhere. It's mm-hmm. amazing the amount of work and the amount of sales you've just been doing even in the past year and a half during COVID. It's crazy. Thank you. Thank it's you. impressive. I function best when I'm busy. Same. Um, I have a <laughs> You know, my, my inner life force is on fire when I'm busy. Mm-hmm. If that flame starts to go out, it's because I'm not busy enough. And I, and I feel it. You know, yeah. a lot of people will say, 
you know, do you set goals? Do you write down your goals at the end of the year? Do you write down goals that you can conquer the next year? And I really don't. Huh. Because I rely on that life force energy to tell me when I need to step up and when I need to get busier. And, you know, my, my quote unquote, not busy is, could be somebody else's busy. Yes. And, yeah. And I acknowledge that and I try to give myself breaks and be kind to myself sometimes and remember (laughs) like, okay, it's all right to not have 47 million things to do this week. It's okay to have 27 million. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) And so, but, but I do, I function best when I'm busy and and it's been that way since, since I was young and I first got into the job force, I had three jobs right off the bat when Mm -hmm. I was 15. There are some certain points that you can share with people um, when it comes to describing your services for your clients. I think that um, one of the, you know, I think again, it it falls back to that alignment of the head and the heart um, and being emotionally connected. You know, my, my loyalty is not ignited by a signed contract. Like that's not where I start my loyalty towards clients. Um, I start to become emotionally connected to these families the second I walk in their door, Yeah. you know, and I'm coming into your home. I'm coming into the place where, you know, good memories, bad memories and everything in between all happens within those four walls. And so I quickly start to pick up on people's wants and their needs and and what they you know what they're used to and what they're seeking and and getting to know their their kids their animals you know their plants whatever (laughs) I'm getting I'm getting in their space and so I immediately become emotionally connected and I start to feel what they're feeling and I want I want to I want to get what they want you know again going back to caring so much about what other people think of me it's because I, that's how I can best serve them. Yeah. If I know, you know, what they're looking for and how they see me as an asset to be able to help them, then I can be next to them energetically and I can be next to them professionally. Mm-hmm. And so that helps me, you know, with buying and selling. It's not just for me, it's not just wheeling and dealing. It, it's, exactly. You know, I'm juggling people's hopes and dreams. And life. so, yeah, and their life. So it, it, sometimes... Maybe sometimes I'm overly tuned in <laughs> to that, but um, being emotionally connected is really important for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then leveling up, you know, just constantly finding ways to level up, provide the extra mile, you know, of effort and attention. And as much as that I, as much that I can do to, um, to step up my marketing platform, mm-hmm. to engage with higher level photographers, stagers, all the professionals in the industry. I want to work with the top ones, yeah. you know, so that I can provide my clients with the top service that, you know, is there's no question that they're being served appropriately mm-hmm. and they're, they're on that next level with me. And so, um, you know, I'm constantly networking with other people in the industry and finding out ways to, to step up this game, you know, mm-hmm. and, and to make sure that people are getting taken care of. And it's not just wheeling and dealing. I'm so sick of that. And, yeah. and I see it a lot too. And, Interesting. You know, and again, aligning the head and the heart, level up, make it 
make it a um, transaction that your heart is in, yeah. your head is in, you are present, you are paying attention, mm-hmm. and you're you're meeting people's expectations beyond what they ever you know thought could be possible. Yeah, that's um, so important. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. And I can see that in working with you on a weekly, daily basis. It was just so cool to see that in person. And I guess what's the most rewarding part of real estate for you? Probably that in the expectations of my clients, you know, exceeding their expectations. I think that naturally we create preconceived notions on people and what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whether or not we want to admit it or not, we do. <laughs> and, you know, and it's funny because one of the, one of the attorneys that I worked for um, when I was like, I think this was my second paralegal job, but and I'll, I'll leave this attorney unnamed only because I don't want somebody making a preconceived notion about him because he, he was actually totally wonderful. And I have learned so much from this, from this gentleman. But anyway, he told me when I was getting my, my real estate license, he said, Kate, do not become a realtor. Don't become a realtor. They're, they are, all they care about is their paycheck. And you know, they, they're dumb, they're idiots. And then I'm like, um, but I'm going to be different. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be different. And, and he really wanted me to, to go on with law school. Right. And, and unfortunately I didn't do that, but he is really proud of me now because yeah. he said, you know, you know, I, I, and I, and I've reminded him of that. Like, Hey, do you remember when you told me to never become a realtor? Because, you know, because they're idiots. Do you remember saying that to me? <laughs> Which, you know, I think that that was a preconceived notion that was, you know, somebody else in his life that was a real estate agent may have left that impression on him. Mm -hmm. Um, But we, you know, we came to the conclusion that, you know, my experience with law and my passion for people and all of that would, would help make me different. Yeah. And um, so that, and I still, that still, rings in my head sometimes to I like this that. attorney telling me like don't become a so I always think to myself well I'm not just going to be a realtor like I'm going to be their friend I'm going to be their biggest supporter I'm going to you know bring them to the finish line with you know champagne and gifts <laughs> and celebrations and yeah. all of that stuff so that I can be you know their uh, their biggest um fan you know because the, the clients are what what you know are my, my bread and butter and what I rely on and so I want to be able to show up and shine for them and um you know again be emotionally connected and and just exceed their expectations that's always my goal with with anybody that I first meet I'm just kind of evaluating I'm taking it all in I'm absorbing what they're looking for and then I'm thinking how can I take what they're looking for multiply it by 10 and deliver. Yeah. You know, I so. love that. That's all so great. And then for someone who's looking to get into real estate, what is a big piece of advice that you could give them that you already haven't already shared? Well, I think you have to like to work, you know, your nights and weekends belong to your clients mm-hmm. as well as your mornings and your afternoons and all of that. And, you know, I think that that self-motivation is just so imperative. Um, so you have to really, you know, your client's needs have to come first. Yeah. Period. Again, you know, every self-help book in the world and, <laughs> you know, um, that sort of stuff, they'll tell you, put yourself first. Well, I have found that I am putting myself first when I put my clients first because hmm. when my clients are happy, I'm happy. Right. And so those two things go hand in hand. And if you can get into that mindset and not feel like 
you know, like your personal life or your, um, you know, personal needs are taking, taking the back burner because you're putting your clients on the front burner. No, like both of those things are going in the oven and they're getting hot together and they're working with one another because, you know, you can only be, um, successful if you, if you do put them first. So, so finding that and finding joy in doing that is really Mm -hmm. important. Um, also for a, for a new realtor, I would definitely say understanding management of your finances is really important because you're not looking at, you know, again, it's not clock in, clock out, getting a paycheck, having taxes taken out, you know, getting, paying into social security, all of that. None of that's happening. So you really have to know and do your research on how to file your taxes, how to save money for your taxes, Mm -hmm. up to about 30% of your income is going to go back to the IRS. So understanding that, I think that, um, that's a mistake that a lot of, a lot of folks will make getting into the business just because you're simply not used to it. Exactly. So yeah, that's super important. Um, and then I think that being honest is the best, the best thing that you can do for yourself when you're, when you're new in the business, you know, if you come across a concept or things that you don't know, it's okay to admit that. Don't <laughs> struggle to be vulnerable. You know, just admit that, hey, I'm not sure on that, but I will find out. Yeah. And then go dig and go do your research. And, um, you know, if you act negative, you will get negative back in your yeah, life. So it's, sure. it's really important to, to um, you know, be honest with yourself, be mm-hmm. honest with other people. You will... Um, you will be far more successful if you, you know, if you're able to do that and then you make the space to absorb new concepts and all that. So those are such good points. I love all of that. (laughs) So good. Um, And then also too, if people are looking to buy slash sell their home, what are three ways that they could kind of help ease the process? Um, well, of course, hiring a professional with right. experience. Right. With experience is like a major underline there with experience. Um, you know, I, there's a saying out there that, you know, you think it's expensive to hire a professional until you hire an amateur. And what that <laughs> means is, you know, it seems on the surface, it may seem like a, you know, the fee is too much to pay for a professional. So you're going to go with, you know, a, a lower end option and then you get sued <laughs> yeah. Yeah. because your, your, your needs weren't taken care of or things, things happened that, you know, the, the person that you associated with wasn't able to handle. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you're in a lawsuit and that's when huh. you should have just hired the professional to begin with. Right. Because <laughs> then, then you wouldn't have the lawsuit. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, but I do love that quote, you know, yeah, um, that's nice. Because I think it does hit home and, and I've seen it too. So um, that would be one of the biggest things to make sure, you know, you're, you're searching for someone that can handle what you're looking to do. Um, and of course, what you put out, you will get back. Mm-hmm. So we need, you know, I, I coach my clients all the time to be on board with what I'm trying to do. You know, I, I want them to show me that they want to sell their house right. so that I can do that for them. You know, we can't have, you know, someone that's not in the mindset is only going to, you know, hurt the process. Yeah. So you have to trust the process. Um, and, you know, one of the other things that I do tell my clients and prospective clients is to be kind to yourself. Real estate is super risky. 
and it's scary and you know it can even be heartbreaking at times yeah true once again you're dealing with people's hopes their dreams their aspirations and and of course their family and what they need and right. and um you can get let down very easily yeah <laughs> and, so, and it's like the biggest purchase some people ever make in their life totally yeah and money maybe shouldn't have an emotional attachment to it but it does mm -hmm. and when money's involved I know that can get yes. tough <laughs> yes yes so you know being kind to yourself and gentle and mm -hmm. you know harnessing your happiness and understanding that real estate will come and go come and go <laughs> But your happiness, you know, is only going to be controlled with, with how, how well you protect it. Mm -hmm. And so making sure that, you know, when you're stepping into buying a house that you know right away, this, this could get risky. I could get my heart <laughs> broken. But, you know, that opportunity can come and go and, and another one will come up. And yeah. so and that, and I have lots of clients that will tell you that, one that I say it all the time that just trust the process. Yeah. Trust the process, <laughs> you know, know, be patient and trust the process. Yeah, so. for sure. Cause this market, especially during COVID was super like crazy. Oh, so I'm sure it was like a roller coaster crazy. for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you've had so many life changes yourself mm -hmm. within the past year. Um, you were pregnant, you had your daughter mm -hmm. and then you moved into this brand new, beautiful house. How have you found balance between all of those things? And what's it like being a mom? <laughs> well, um, balance, you know, balance is so important. And, and I've had so much support and love around me that that's what helps keep me balanced. Um, I also find good balance in yoga. <laughs> that's funny. Get it? Good balance. <laughs> um, <have> but <laughs> I find balance in going to yoga, eating a healthy diet, listening to music, um, getting a good night's sleep, you know, yes. <laughs> I, something that I like to say is that I, you know, good night's sleep is what pushes me to move forward. And, and so it's like rest, rage, repeat, rest, <laughs> rage, repeat. I love that. And so it's like, you know, you, when you're, when you um, find that and you, and you kind of, you know, pair it with a, a healthy lifestyle with eating and exercising and that sort of stuff, it, it does come together. And um, mm -hmm. I mentioned music. Music is a huge part of my life. Interesting. Um, yeah, I have, I have, you know, when I'm heading to an appointment and if it's, a, you know, a difficult task that I'm walking into, then, you know, that hardcore old school rap comes on. Oh, and my I God. Like <laughs> I love Running that. myself to this appointment and trying to get up high up on that level, you know. And then when I need to when I need to, you know, come into my head and my heart and I need to tune back in or my, you know, anxiety level gets too high or if I'm, you know, stressed, then I come to, you know, more soothing music. I have yeah. yoga playlists coming out my ears, so oh, it helps cool. me. <laughs> and so I, I love to uh, to use music um, as a way to, to realign my energy at mm. times. Um, Interesting. Being a mother is, is awesome. It's... <laughs> It's crazy. It's been a whirlwind. But again, you know, the, the love and support that we have. My mm -hmm. husband is amazing. He's, yeah, he's great. <laughs> he's great. He's just one of the nicest people on the planet. And I'm super lucky to have him. Yeah. And both of our families, his family and mine, have been super supportive. And they give us they give us what we need for balance, too. You know, yeah. They remind us that, for example, tonight is date night, you know, Nick. and my cousin Kayla is coming over to, to watch Allie and John and I are going to go out on a date, you there know, you even if it's just for 
an hour, two hours, or whatever. We may we may go walk through Hobby Lobby. I don't know what we're gonna <laughs> do, but it's important for us to have that time. And you know, having someone like Kayla that says to us, you know, you need to go out on date night. Yeah, I'll watch the baby. You go out on date yeah. night. You know that that is so important. Yeah, <laughs> and so I think we sometimes that's actually forget. really impressive for a new mom. I feel like to realize that because I feel like a lot of new moms. Um, I mean, I've never been a mom, so I don't know, but just are so attached. They like yes. feel like they can't go out and they can't leave. Right. And I think, and you're working full time again mm-hmm. after five months. So it's like, I think it's so good to have that be your identity still yeah. and not lose that even though you're yes. a mom. <laughs> and we, I mean, I love being around Allie. Oh, I mean, 100%. She's, you know, <laughs> she's, she's adorable. <laughs> thank you. Yes. She, and she's awesome. Like she is just so great. And we have taken her out on, you know, date nights yeah. and that sort of stuff and um so that but you know there is that we, we need to be able to have a conversation with each other and, and <laughs> tap into each other and yeah you know, say hi how are you doing today <laughs> like, you know so that's that's really Aww. important that's so great I love that mm. um and you mentioned yoga a number of times so you're a yoga instructor yes how long have you been doing yoga in your life I have been practicing yoga for probably 15 years wow um and teaching for about 10 years nice. off and on but um um, I did take mm-hmm. a break while I was pregnant, um, but I just started teaching again, which I love, Aww. and it certainly, you know, keeps me, keeps my head and my heart aligned. <laughs> Yoga is totally, a, it's my version of church, you mm-hmm. know. Um, it's, it's very spiritual. Incredibly spiritual, yep, and it, 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 it's everything that you make it, and, exactly. you know, I try to treat my time on my mat as, you know, a time where nobody can touch me. Nobody can, you know, get into my space. I am yeah. the only one that can tap into my body, my mind, you know, everything that's going on. Um, and it's just an incredible practice. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's so cool. Yeah. I've gone to a couple of yoga classes. I've been doing like different types of fitness classes, but I think yoga is so like amazing yes. for your body and just so zen. I love it. Yes, I hope to see you in one of my classes. I know. Sometime. One day I'll definitely have to pop in. Yes. That'll be <laughs> awesome. I'm in New Hampshire. Finally, what's a big mantra that you're trying to lead with in the next year? Well, I think that, you know, one of, I've just mentioned it a few times, but the alignment of the head and the heart and keeping that alignment because it's so easy to let one overrule the other and your head lines up with um, your ego and your heart lines up with your soul and both of those things need to be um, split 50-50 you know you can't let your ego or your head overrule (laughs) your passions and and what your you know what is deeply seated in your heart and things that you want to do you know Um, and people that you care about and all of that sort of stuff you know Mm. you need to work you need to work out of both of those aspects. And so that's been something that I want to continue to bring into um, my business, my life. And, you know, you, you know more than anybody um, what feels right. Mm-hmm. And so I, I always, you know, I, I have to tap into that a lot and, and just make sure that I'm I'm aligning my head and my heart and nice. that both things are working concurrently with one another. I love that. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. I've learned so much about you. Thank you. You are such a natural too. You're so good. 
Thank you for listening in. Hit that subscribe button if you enjoyed this episode. And if that inspired you, I would love if you shared on your social media platforms and tagged me at lilygrace underscore lifestyle on Instagram. Or you can visit my website at www.lilygraceyork.com to see my show notes and leave a review as well. I would love to hear your feedback, so please tell me everything and anything that you learned today. Stay classy, stay bossy, and stay listening.